Welcome to another 1905 podcast. Hello. Are you all right, Rick? Yeah, tr- well, yeah, I suppose so. You're here, so I'm only, it's a bit of a bittersweet moment. I'm always happy to record a pod, but if you're here, it kind of takes away some of my happiness. So. <laughs> half and well, half. Well, you're going to be really happy because tonight we're joined by a special guest and it is... Who is it? Who is it? Who is it? It is the one and only Mr. Johnny Boy Blue, Minerals himself. Let's have it right. Hello, Johnny. <laughs> How are we doing? Yeah, big up, big up Trace, Rick. Yeah, let's have it right. It's a pleasure to be on the 1905 podcast. Let's, uh, let's be real about it. It's, a, it's, a, it's an honour in itself. Fucking hell, that's so, an intro. I never get yeah. one like that. No, <laughs> Rick is never getting one like that. I mean, he literally is Eeyore. This is I get called be... a cunt and everything. <laughs> <laughs> he actually does. <laughs> So, Love that. this is, honestly, I've been so gassed about this and even more gassed because I know we're going to talk about Zenit and uh, the game against Leeds, but the boy yes. wonder doing his bits mm. yesterday, I thought, what a great time for Johnny to be here. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to be boiling, stars, boiling piss all over Twitter. You love to see it. Oh, <laughs> love it. Love Absolutely it. love it. Food and drink for me. Absolute yes. food and drink. Yeah. Well, Mason Money Minerals Mount. Yeah, he's, he's, he's the he's the fucking minerals. He's a star boy. Yeah, um, he is. I, he I, I, I'll be honest. I, I think um, I think he's had a stop a, a sort of stop start season so far in in and out with injury and the wisdom teeth and all that malarkey. But for me, um, his numbers are exceeding what he what he's done last year. Although the eye test will tell you last year that he was obviously we know he was phenomenal. He was our most clutch player. Um, but but this season his numbers are getting right up there, and and I, I said it the way things are going right now, I think he's going to outscore all of our strikers, being uh, Lukaku. Yes, yeah. yeah. I think our that's where it's going. Striker, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, that, and actually, yeah. I mean. I see a lot of comparisons, obviously, on the timeline, people who want to try and uh, and do it down. But actually, mm. it's becoming to a point where you can't really say much against the boy anymore. It's and if you are, now, it's man. literally just because you have some stupid agenda. Because <laughs> yeah. It's, well, yeah, yeah. It's, it, Attention it's, seeking. Yeah. yeah. It's, it, yeah. It's speaking for himself, as far as I'm concerned. And the way I look at it is that not only should we be absolutely gassed that he's in our side and he's actually the difference a lot of the games, um, yeah. I just think the fact that, like you say, even like his numbers, they are creeping, and I just, I think it's scary. It could be devastating in a couple of years. I, I'll, be, I'll be honest with you, Tracy. Yeah, um, I, the way I get, uh, we all do. I'm sure. Um, speaking for myself, uh, I, I'm so excited to watch him play every mm. uh, week in week out. I think this this season, if you look at the goals he's scored, like they're beautiful, classy goals. Mm. And and then you look at like his intelligence, his positioning. I mean, yesterday was just clutch. He, he's our. I think for me, he's our. He's our big player. He's our clutch, most clutch player. I think without him, we'd be we would be we wouldn't be where we are. Put it that way, and we wouldn't have won the Champions League. We mm. can mention obviously Kante and Jorginho and all the rest of them, but for me, Mason Mount was he was pivotal, and yeah. and I've been screaming it out 
God knows how long. But for me, the, the player himself, I think he's, I think he will exceed Lampard. I think that's how good he is. He's 22 right now. And big shout, big shout. It's a big shout. Yeah, it's a big it. call. Love it. I, I, well, well, I'll say this. I think he's, he's definitely going to be the next JT in, in the sense that he's come from the youth academy from Cobham mm. and he's from six years old and, he, and he's he's going to go all the way and he's going to, he's proper Chelsea, he's going to stay at Chelsea for his whole career. As long as the manager keeps him, they're going to have to keep him because he's our best player. But I, I think just going, looking ahead of the game, I like to be ahead of the game and I, I'll call it now and I, I think he will be Definitely gonna be the next JT in that sense, and I think he will. He's got the ceiling, the potential, and the numbers are proving it already that he will exceed Lampard. Now, whether he can do it at a consistent level is, a, is another discussion. Mm. But I think at this moment, if you look, at, I, I, I bought a beautiful tweet uh, last season. So basically, if you looked at the numbers of uh, goals and assists and compared it to Lamps it, when he was 22, his first year at Chelsea. Um, Manny Mace has got, I think it was two goals more and one assist more than Lampard. Wow! So that, that, that's that's the that's the that's the level you're that he's he's sort of set himself. Now we all got to realise as well. Everyone's got to realise he's learnt from the goat himself. Mm. He's been under him at Derby, and he's um, obviously was our most important player for the last two seasons. Uh, let's have it right. Yeah. Standard, absolutely standard. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think I think he's got. Like I say, he's got all the minerals to go all the way and be be a Lampard, you know. Uh, but, but himself, be a Mason Mount. He's made it. He, you know, he didn't take the number eight, and I respect him for it mm. because I think he's 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 worthy of the number eight. But I think number nineteen, make it your own. It's your own brand, a bit like Kai has done with the twenty nine, mm. and 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 that's your legacy. JT's got twenty six. Fair play. I love it. I love the, the kid's got elite mentality. The, the mentality is madness. It's, and he's got. It's, it's, and he's also got the years on Lampard because obviously Lampard yeah. wasn't with us as young as Mason. So actually, those Correct. those figures could go scarily high and yeah, potentially yeah. could be the best player at our club for a long time. Yeah, we I think. Yeah, we well, yeah, I think. Yeah, I think he could be like I already put him in a legend, a legend bracket anyway. I'm gonna put him in that because he's won the CL and and he's the only. Like, check this one out. This one is beautiful. This is this is top <laughs> tier. So. Um, he is the only uh, English player in a season um, at the ages as well as mental to score in a quarterfinal, semi-final and assist or score in a final of Champions League campaign. Ooh. And he's amongst, check who's he, he's amongst, the only other uh, three, four players that have done it, Lionel Messi, Cristiano Ronaldo, Luis Suarez, who we all know is a rat, ex-dipper, <laughs> and then uh, and uh, Neymar. So wow! If when I, when company. I say yeah, I mean he, yeah, decent company uh, for sure. And I think uh, I say he's generational. The kid's generational. Yeah. But everyone that's watched him from youth, like I'm sure you guys have watched him through youth and stuff. And yeah, um, loved I've, it. I've, uh, you can see like he's been quoted like with Johan Cruyff esque. Um, uh, I've got a lot of stick for it, but Paul um, Roy Keane, he mentioned how he sees a bit of Paul Scholes in him, uh, a bit of a street player. You know, well, that yeah, of, that's not that's you know, not a not a compliment, is it? I mean, that's Paul Scholes was one of the best midfielders of their generation, so I wouldn't wouldn't be too unhappy with that one. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I've got mad stick for that. Mad stick. Did for you? That. 
Yeah, and it's not even my quote. That's the joke of it. It's Roy <laughs> Keane saying it. <laughs> the guy, that Roy Keane's favourite player and the player that he rates all time, and he's played with a lot of quality ballers, yeah. he's Paul Scholes. So if he's comparing Mason Mount to Paul Scholes, I'll take note of that. Yeah. I absolutely take yeah. note of it. What about, you know? so let's, um, we need to rewind and go back and do Zenit yeah. just because we hadn't talked about that. We got as far mm. as uh, United, wasn't oh. it? Um, yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a dodgy old game, wasn't it? Um, and I felt like people were going maybe unnecessarily over the top with the stick that they had for one particular person. And I think I, I did tweet it, and I've said that Kepa has not, and probably never will be, one of my favourite players. But no. Wednesday, he pulled off enough bloody saves that saved us from a bloody hammering. <laughs> Isn't it? Didn't he? Rick, 100%. I mean, that, that header, that header, I think it was in the second half, the header that was right down low in the corner and he got down there and saved it. I don't feel like no one's even spoke about that save. That was an unbelievable save. World class, that was. He had no right to make that save. He had no right to make that save at all. And he got and, down there, he's pulled out an absolute worldie. I mean, I, I think we. We talk quite openly, and I think you know it's sensible to know that, like, even a keeper during a game, if if it, if they're having a quiet game or they've not had an awful lot to do, like to keep your concentration at high is actually quite difficult. Well, imagine how it is for that lad to come in, and then what's he played like five games this season so far, and he's been launched oh. into that game, and I actually think he he outdone himself. He has to come in switched on as well. You've got to come in switched on when you're sitting on the bench. He comes in now and again, very sporadically he plays, mm. and he has to come in. He's the goalkeeper. He's got to be fucking switched on 100%. I thought he, I thought he was one of our better players in that game. Him and Werner were probably the only ones that could walk off the pitch and go, I've done a job tonight, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. our defence didn't half put him under some fucking pressure, didn't they? Oh, my God. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> I, which actually made me understand the rage for him like even less because if he's if he's come in and he's doing a job and actually it's our own players that are putting him under pressure instead of Zenit then you know we've got to be looking at that surely I mean we've spoken earlier in the season about um even noticing it with um Mendy like you know the fuck around and at the back and all that which obviously well, caused us yeah caused us to concede because it wasn't just a case of kicking it out but you've got this guy come in and I think he did a great job I don't understand why everyone was on his back I feel like we're always or not us but people are always looking you. for some kind of scapegoat <laughs> Yeah, it's always Jorginho. Um, <laughs> but I just think that yeah, I felt like it was unnecessary, and I felt like he did have a really good game. And if it wasn't for him, I think we could have been a bit embarrassed. But yeah. I don't yeah, know how. 100%. How did you feel about it, Johnny? In terms of the fact we'd already qualified, yeah, probably mm. would have been nice to top the group. But given our situation with injuries and that at the minute. Yeah. I mean, did you really feel like it had to be a must-win? Because I don't think I did. Do you know? Do you know what? I, I think the the injuries is a such a big, big. Oh, it's so bad for us. Mm. I think when you look at it, you got you know. If you, I, I use the example as Real Madrid. If you took Casemiro, Tony Kroos, and Modric out of their midfield, mm. you know they're not going to play anywhere near the levels of when exactly. they play with those players. So for us, it's the same thing. I think if you look across any team, if you lose your, 
you know, forget just one or two, all three, mm. um, which are crucial to how Tuchel plays in his pivot system with his two two sixes. I think, yeah, it's a big challenge for us. And to be honest with you, um, yeah, shout out to Kepa because I, I think that one-on-one as well was unbelievable save. Yeah. The, 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 yeah, the, I that forgot was, that, actually. Yeah, yeah that was a one, really good save. That was a proper, that was, that was the minerals, that was. that. Uh, mm. I think, I think Kepa, do you know what it is? Kepa's amazing at penalties, penalties uh, shootouts. And he's good on one-on-ones. But I think any sort of long ranges, he struggles. Mendy, yeah. Mendy beats him there. Yeah. It's like they've both, got, they've both got really good qualities. But I wouldn't say Mendy's got the penalty saves that Kepa's got. And maybe the one-on-ones. I don't yeah. know. So I, I, I think, think you're there is right. a goalkeeper there. Yeah. I, think he, I think he's got a slight disadvantage because his arms are so bloody short as well, isn't they? <laughs> to but, yeah, crazy, isn't yeah, it? yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I mean, considering, like we said, he launched himself around. He got down for that shot low in the corner. He took on that one-on-one. We put him in trouble. He didn't look to me like he was actually flapping at any point, which he would have. I would have forgiven him for. Yeah, um, I don't think he was. Yeah, I just think that the stick stick with him was just a bit over the top. And considering, I mean, we went through all that where he was completely abused on social media and he had to turn off his comments and all that sort of thing. Like, we're now looking into him going into January with AFCON. We need him at peak confidence. Oh, my God, we definitely need him. Stop trashing the boy because... All that's going to happen is it's going to be, well, I'm going to say fans very loosely, but fans Mm. will be the ones to destroy him and actually probably cause him to not feel like he's got the confidence to step into these games where actually we we need him peak and we need defence to stop fucking around and give him a break. Well, we we know, yeah, we know, we know confidence is extremely hard to gain, Mm. but very easy to lose. Yeah. And I think if if the fan base are, heavily on Kepa like they were under Lampard I think um, it affects you as a player these, these, these ballers they 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 listen to us they they do hear it they do mm. scope they, they they might home in there you know they sort of I'm sure that I've heard like Cho and certain players they they do listen to the, the social platform and mm. you know I, I don't think we realise how kind of damaging our our opinions can be if it's if it's spoken in a negative way. Yeah. yeah. And um, I, I, look for me, Kepper. I think you back you back him. He's a what a 80, 80 million odd keeper, world record fee. He's, he's had that pressure on him. I don't care what goalkeeper, what player you are. When you come in for that sort of money, it's going to be a, a different pressure to someone coming in at. It's going to be a little million. unsettling, yeah. isn't it? It's going to be a little yeah. unsettling, a bit mildly. Especially yeah. at Chelsea as well. Chelsea's a different yeah. level, different yeah. pressure. Even Rom's struggling, uh, and, yeah. and he's he's established. You know, he's yeah. a, he's a he's in his prime, and he's. He, I think uh, playing in the Serie A, and 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 then coming in for a hundred million to Chelsea is different Big pressure. pressure. Yeah, yeah, it Big is. Pressure. It is. It's it's added. It's added pressure and and weight on your shoulders because automatically people look at that price tag. And I think the same with Kepo in that it's not his fault we went and bought him for that amount of money. If you want to blame no. anyone, we'll no. blame Tebow because he was a snake. He fucked off and then everyone <laughs> knew that we had all that money to spend. So it's going to happen. Yeah. Big rat. Massive rat. 
But it's true, isn't it? Then they know Chelsea's yeah. got all this money to spend. Well, you've got to pay yeah. 78 mil for him. Yeah. Well, okay, fuck it. We've done got us a like choice. kippers, yeah. literally. Yeah, <laughs> like a kipper. Um, but I think it's um, I think it's unfair, really, on him. We need him to be like, and I actually think he had a decent game. And I think if you're gonna if you're gonna start having a go at him, have a go at him for something he's actually done wrong. Because I feel like it's unnecessary yeah. having having a go at him at the moment. I mean, you have a right to criticise, but if there's just so predictable, isn't it? It's just yeah. predictable, yeah. easy, isn't it? Um, but I this did... fan base is fickle, isn't it? They, yeah, very. Like, the, the slightest thing, like we lost, uh, we drew against Zenit, and uh, obviously we drew against United and all these all these teams that you know potentially we should have won. And it's like the fan base turns, and there's all these two call disruption come in. You know what I mean? And uh, oh, Roman's going to get give him a call. It's all waffle. I can't stand it. It's too yeah. fickle. Um, yeah. Too uh, like boring. Boring, and and I think the young generational fans who haven't experienced it pre-Roman era, they are sport by immediacy. You know, they expect yeah. to, to win all the time. And, and that's the problem. Yeah. Well, half of me, and I did get to a point the other day when I was reading some of the most ridiculous comments, where I just thought, oh God, I actually wish we have a really... I've told you about reading your own tweets tonight. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a dick. <laughs> oh, he got in there nicely. He did, he you. slipped that right in there. I'm fucking well happy with that one. I'll give myself a little tick on my little notepad. <laughs> one but I just, Yeah, literally. Yeah. But I think you get to a point where it's a bit like, I start feeling like, as a fan who goes, thick and thin, doesn't matter. I, I pay for my Oh, throw that in my face because I live abroad now, don't you? Mr. Oh. Only goes to Champions League finals over here. Yeah. That's a 1-1 there. That's a 1-1, I think. Oh, I've dropped myself in it there, all <laughs> But I, I do think, like, after we just think, God, I actually wouldn't mind having a season where we were totally shit again because, actually, yeah. I think half these people will fuck off. Yeah, just get rid of some idiots. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know everyone, or it seems that a lot of people were disappointed about I know it was obviously a, a last gasp equaliser as well, and that does sort of hit you in the heart. But um, I felt there were actually quite a, a few good positives, actually. I thought Reese coming back in didn't look like he'd even been away. I thought he, he played well, apart from one stray pass. I thought he played well in that defensive midfield role, to be honest. Look at you counting one stray pass. Mm. <laughs> If it was J5, there wouldn't have been no straight passes. Uh, I have to point it out. Uh, <laughs> no, he, he would have pointed it out. Don't you worry about that. Um, <laughs> but I, and, I, and I actually felt um, with Werner as well, I thought he had a really good game. I mean, I know he obviously got the the, uh, the two goals and... Um, but I just, I felt like there was something a bit more about him again. And I felt like yeah. he's been a- eased in. Then he kind of got taken away from us, didn't he? And he didn't start with Lukaku, was it for United? And yeah. so... He, and I thought, actually, this would be a good game for him. Um, but actually, I think it did him the world of good because I don't think he played badly yesterday either. Yeah, no, I, I, I thought he did. I thought he played. I thought he played well. I thought he played well. Lukaku um, as well, obviously, he scored, and I did see that as a positive. Thinking, okay, well, he's, uh, you know, I know that we're easing him back in, and and Tommy's been quite um, vocal about um, making. He's not sure. quite ready, is he? I remember yeah. you saying. And yeah. making sure that he is actually ready to play. Um, mm. So uh, it was nice to see him. And I thought actually getting on the score sheet then would be a good a good thing for him. But then yesterday happened. And then I was a bit, mm. I don't know, disappointed. He seems a bit static. Do we think he's ready? No. No. Uh, I've got... Yeah. 
I've, I was thinking about a tweet, but I, I, I mean, I might land it a bit later on because it's pretty heavy. But what I, what I will say with Rom is, right, um, if you're talking the Zenit game, he, he was, he, he, I thought it was right, right to play him um, to get in the minutes because mm. Zenit are not, they don't play in any way near the intensity as a Leeds play. So that might be a good game for him. I thought he was okay. He, in the first half, he did a lot of things I question him on, which is sort of movement, um, pressing, um, sort of drifting out to the right. I hate it when he just stays in the middle. So he did that in the first half. But then I thought the second half, he sort of withered away a bit. Mm. Um, you know, yeah, everyone will go on about that uh, ball to, to mount that, you know, he did. But my, my argument for that is it was a fantastic save. To stop that going in, um, I don't, I don't blame Mount on that, and I think it's a great ball, and, that, and that's great to see. But from Romelu Lukaku, I just feel that I think he's struggling in our system, and I think I also think Tuchel is struggling to decide whether to build around him or to keep forcing him to adapt to our way of playing. Mm, and interesting. I, I can't gauge, I can't gauge that because. He tinkers it so much in the front line mm. that you, it's very hard for us as a as a team to get that consistent consistency. Like a Liverpool, uh, especially obviously we know their front three. They might tinker one player, but with with City, he Pep does a bit more tinkering depending on opposition, which is similar to Tuchel. But you still got that sort of consistency, you know. Yeah. And we we don't have that, and we struggled that under Lamps, and we were struggling under Tuchel even last season. And then I felt. Um, that back in the last season when we had Timo, Mount and Kai, there was something special happening. Mm. Then we bought Rom and I feel like we've gone two steps backwards. And that's my take on it right now as we speak. It might be a bit early to judge, but I'm a bit sceptical at the minute because for me, my thing is, I think Tuchel's got a massive problem. And the problem I think he's got, and it'd be good to hear what you think, is I, I personally think it's either him or Kai. I, yes. I think, I think you, for me, I prefer Kai because Kai, I think, once he gets the ball down to his feet, he's exceptional. And he, but, but Kai also offers you movement, dosting. He's got a great relationship with Mount. He, he can play with Cho. Um, he drops in. He, he puts in a shift. But he needs to he needs to improve on his finishing, which will come because he's only twenty two. Mm. But with Rom, it's like Rom is clear the best finisher in our in our front line out of all our strikers. Yeah, but he doesn't offer you the other side of the game, and I feel like the other side of the game is fundamental in Tuchel's system. So can I ask you a question? Because my concern when we um, bought Rom was yeah. that it's very easy to be or not easy I don't mean it like that but easier in Serie A to be a striker you get the time you don't get that in the Premier League and I think that was always going to be my concern and everyone kept saying to me well he's a flat track bully you know but he's not actually even doing that at the moment so my concern is the same as yours I don't uh, I felt like there were glimpses of him and um Timo which I I do want to see more of and I think you're right with the amount of um chopping and changing we've had sometimes actually like you know I don't think it's actually been wanted but then you've had CSL or you know uh 
I don't understand why I chose not getting more of a chance because I felt yeah. like he was building with every game he was playing and then the cohesion comes and, and everyone knows how to play together yeah. and you feel like you have that confidence up front. But I think you're right, with all the chopping and changing, us not really seeing much of Rom and Werner together, it actually then makes it difficult to know what your best like matchup is. Front three is, yeah. yeah. And I, I, I think... Um, I. I don't I don't want people to take it the wrong way. But when I when I'm gonna say what I'm gonna say, I feel like Lukaku sort of holds back on players mm. like Mason Mount and and definitely Kai. And I think up to now Werner and Lukaku look like the best combo. And then you, you have to play Mount. So that's mm. your front three. But then you've got Pulisic, Cho, Ziyech and Kai all on the bench. You've got an £80 million in Kai Havertz on the bench. You've got, and then if you drop Lukaku, it's £100 million on the bench. Yeah. You know, the, the board are going to ask questions. But yeah. this is why I get pissed off with the board, is because I don't feel like, I, 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 you know, like you've, I've known you guys for a little while. Uh, obviously, Trace, I've known you on Twitter and stuff, and we've met and stuff. And I've been saying it a long time. Now, if you're going to back Tuchel after what he's done, go and back him. I don't yes. feel like I don't feel like Lukaku is a, a two call sign in. I don't think he's a two call player, and I uh, and I think the board have literally gone. You want a striker? All right, you want Haaland? All right, we can't. We're not going to pay the money for Haaland. We're going to get you a striker regardless, and make it work like you did when you came in for four and a half months. Once, yeah, yeah. And that's and 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 I'm gonna I'm gonna drop it. Fuck oh, bad shot. I'm gonna drop the bomb. Fuck it. All right. So I think Lukaku could potentially be. The downfall of Tuchel and could get Tuchel sacked. Oh, that's oh, but you know what? I'm, I'm a spicy one. I don't disagree with you because I think, as you've rightly said, the board are going to turn around and say, "We bought a hundred million pound striker <coughs> for you. Get a fucking tune out of him, and if yeah. you can't, you're the issue." And I so, and, and it's Chelsea at the end of the day. We don't get yeah. all dewy eyed about all this. You won the Champions League and all this. The board will just go, well, fine, we'll find someone who can get a tune out of him. And that's my point. The board have bought a player that is a counter-attacking player. If mm. you look at him in the past, he's played for West Brom, Everton, defensive counter-attacking teams. Then he's gone into a Conte system. We all know how that tune plays with Conte, yeah. right? He's a counter-attacking. Yeah, he plays with a back three wing-backs, but it's a different type of way of playing with a back three wing-backs to Tuchel. Tuchel is a possession-based manager. Mm. He, you know, he likes to have the ball... 80%, 85% of the time, all right, throughout a game. And he likes to re- he likes to press high from the front line to get high ball recoveries. When you play Lukaku, we lose all that. Because yeah. he can't, he hasn't got the minerals to do it. It's, no. it's not his fault. It's just that the board have gone and bought a striker saying, make it work. But they haven't bought the, the striker that fits the final piece to the jigsaw. Yeah. Because we did, we did need a striker. But I don't... I don't think he's the striker. So, I'm calling it. I don't think he is. I don't so think he's the guy. So do you think Haaland should have been the guy? Yeah, 100%. Mm. And the reason the reason I say Haaland is, uh, you know my prop for Haaland. I've I got it trending about fucking <laughs> three times on Twitter, three, <laughs> three times in a week. But um, I'd say with Haaland is, Haaland, you're buying, you're buying a, I think he's generational. I think he's breaking records, not just in Bundesliga, but um, in the Champions League, which is the hardest, the biggest stage. Yeah. Um, uh, he's coming high in Ballon d'Or. 
he's, he's a machine. But what I like about him is I feel like he would have linked amazing with Kai and, and Mount. And because of the age they are, yes. the understanding they have. And I think Romelu Lukaku is like, you can't teach um, an old dog new tricks. And, and I think it's like, it's down to our kids having to adapt to Rom, not Rom adapt to the re- who's around him. Do you, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. And, I, and, and, and that, that's my worry. I'm worried. I am generally worried, like, because he's gone, before he got injured, he had seven games where he didn't score a goal mm. or assist, I don't think. And you know, he's got five goals since he's come. That's three goals in the Prem and two in the Champions League. But I don't want to down the guy because I, I rate We him need him to guy. work, don't we? We need yeah. him to work, really. Rick, what do you think on that then? What do you... do? You, I mean, that is quite a big bum, but I, I don't think it's too, like, unrealistic. I don't... No, no, no. I wouldn't say I completely disagree. Um... I wouldn't say I'm as worried as Johnny, though, at the moment. To be honest, I think if we weren't top three in the league, say we were languishing about eighth or ninth in the league and really struggling, then I'd be like, fuck, we're banging trouble here and we really need him to start scoring goals. I maybe could envisage that signing having an impact on how long Tuchel will be at Chelsea. If we're not finishing that high in the league and we're not in the later stages of competitions, um, but I think until that point happens, um, as I say, I don't think I don't think it's far fetched what Johnny's saying at all. I could I could see it happening. It's Chelsea, isn't it? Yeah, it's exactly. We have been known to we have been known to waste a bit of money on strikers in the past. We love, um, we love it, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we love throwing a few bob at a centre-forward. Do, do I'm then, not too worried at the minute. Do you think, essentially, then, the we may get away with Lukaku underperforming at the moment just because everyone else is pulling their weight? I yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a very good point. I don't well, necessarily cool think... Yeah. Even if he doesn't hit the heights of where we all hoped he would hit, I can still see us being successful Mm. um, because we have so many talented attacking players. So I don't necessarily think that we need him to score 30, 35 goals in a season for us to be successful. I think if he scores 15, 20, I think we could do really well. But then you look at it from the other side of it and you think... Well, you're spending 100 million on a geezer. You really wanted him to be scoring 25, 30 goals a Correct. season. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's Rick, a difficult. You, it's a difficult don't, one. It don't is. you think though? Like my issue is, and I'll see if you agree. I think it's. It's. I don't mind. Like, I want him to score in the big moments in big games. Yeah. Right? And what I mean, what I mean by that is, like the Juve game. I keep using that, but that chance he had was a food and drink Lukaku chance. Yeah. And and it was we had very few chances in that game, and we, we were terrible in that game. Mm. But we, we had that yeah, chance, we and we could have got that draw. And that draw, we'd be sitting top right now. Yeah. And it's those fine margins, like when he come on against United. I was at West Ham when he fucking came on at West Ham. Oh my he god, st- man! He stunk the place out in the second half. Yeah. He stunk the place out. out. It yeah. was fucking hell. It was. He did. It was so bad. Like, how can you not be fired up for a, for a London derby against West Ham? How can you not come on and yeah, just just, just show you bring bring your minerals, bring your strength, bring your shit housery because yeah. we yeah. needed it. 
He left yeah, Mount for it. dead. You yeah. know, and that's my issue with Rom. I, I want him in the big moments. And I've got a couple, two of my very close friends are season ticket holders at United. All right. And they said, uh, uh, we're happy to get rid of him. We, uh, I had to watch him play for two seasons. Now, he's a different Rom now. He's a mm. different Rom. But there, there are the, the one thing they said is in the big games, he, he just wasn't there. Yeah. And that's that's my concern. Uh, yeah, and I do think if, you know, like you, you we're essentially we got rid of uh, like a backup striker in Tammy and now I feel oh, that's Tammy. kind of forced against Havertz. And I don't yeah. think Havertz should, that should be forced on Havertz if... if um, no. I, just, I feel a bit sorry for Havertz because I, I actually feel slightly differently to, uh, than you do about him. I actually think that... Um, Recently, I don't think it's working for him. I feel like he's... Um, I think there's a lot of pressure on his shoulders. Uh, even going back as far as the Norwich game, we won the game 7-0, for fuck's sake, and the guy couldn't get on the score sheet. And I felt like he yes. just went really missing. And mm. I do think we're getting away with it, much like we are with Rom as well, because everyone else is galvanised and, and we're scoring from all areas of the pitch. And that makes it very easy to kind of take that pressure off. But I just, I can't help feeling sometimes when I watch Kai, yesterday was a prime example. And I don't know whether it's a, probably a bit more unfair on him because when I, I sit at Matthew Arden lower, so I'm yeah. right behind that goal. And when I see like a, a goalie fucking around with the ball and Kai is not chasing that down to try and force an error, which essentially should be part of any striker's game to be on it and just pushing and always, you know, thinking, what can I do to, you could create something out of nothing. Um, I don't think he's got it in him. Yeah, I think as we've said a few times, Trace, um, he the thing about Kai is he's so obvious the potential's there. Like anyone with half a brain cell can see the potential. Um, but I see what you're saying on the for the money that we've paid for him. I know he's 22, but you kind of you just want to see a little bit more on a consistent basis. And I do agree with you. I don't think we've seen enough recently. I know he's 22. He had a lot of problems last year. He had long COVID and all sorts of other things happening. It was his first season. But yeah, I agree with you. You do want to see a bit more from him, I do, especially I, recently. I, I, don't, I don't, I'm not saying like, I, you know, I'm expecting him to like trailblaze and just completely. Oh, I don't think he's been poor. I wouldn't say he's no. been poor, but you want to see more. I think as well, yeah, and I think because like Johnny was saying earlier, like he actually does have a really good relationship with um, Mason, and he actually looks like he's he's got a good personal relationship with the, with everyone who's playing around him. I mean, they all kind of back each other, don't they? Which yeah, is I feel a nice like he's thing. come into the squad very well off the pitch. He looks a good yeah. part of it. So I don't yeah. I don't know whether that's because I feel like there's good connections. I don't know whether that's why I expect a bit more of him. Is it just the fact that actually he's not a striker and we're being forced into this because we haven't got Tammy, who could have quite easily been playing in these games? I'll be honest with you. I don't think... I think it's kind of a similar situation to Lukaku. It's sort of the same with Kai, really. I think the manager's kind of looking at it and he's thinking, do I? And it's sort of the same as Johnny said, like... Do you kind of force them into the way you want to play or do you kind of change the way that you want to play to accommodate them? Mm. And I kind of feel he's kind of he's kind of working out the same sort of thing with Kai. 
I'm mm. not sure if he's sure if he wants to force him into the way he wants to play or if he wants to kind of accommodate the way he normally plays to accommodate Kai. Mm. I don't know. I really don't know. So, do you know what I feel? I, I see it like this. I think uh, it's down to the, the board again, but they bought, they've just bought players. they bought Timo, they bought Kai, they bought Lukaku. But for me, I think you, you have two quests to decide who he builds his team around. Yeah. Now, yeah. A, player, a player like Kai Havertz is a player you should build your team around. A player like Mason Mount, you build your team around. And a player like Romelu Lukaku and Timo Verne, you build your team around. He's got so many options there, but they all play different ways and they all play sort of different systems. Now, Tuchel is just an absolute genius at finding solutions to make things work. But I don't think... I think he's got a problem. I think he's got a problem of getting the best out of Kai, getting the best out of Rom, Timo, Mason, everyone. Mm. And doing all it all together. at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it's, I don't think it's possible, yeah. though. I don't, I, I don't, I don't think, think it is. It's possible. No, I think, I think, I think you've is. got... I think you've got a... For me, personally, I build a team around Mason Mount and um, Kai Havertz. I also think the system is built for Georgino. Mm. Um, so if the system's yeah. built for Georgino, then... You know, you have to have someone next to Jorginho, and then you it has play to be the Kante to get the best out of Jorginho. It's got to be Kante yeah. every time. Well, uh, well, and Kovacic. I think Kovacic. What like Kovacic, Kovacic gives you gives you. He breaks the lines. Uh, he's great at press, press holds resistance. Holds the ball well, doesn't he? Holds yeah. the ball well as well. He runs with Kovacic the ball. carries the ball amazingly. Yeah, he carries the ball really well. He's very. Good. But he's got. But he's got no final pass. He hasn't yeah. got a goal in him. Yeah. All right. No, so, he's not going to so score, he, is he, really? Yeah. No. yeah. So if he had those if he had those two extra qualities, which are pretty fucking big qualities to have yeah. in a player, yeah. um, he'd be well class. He'd be unreal. Like Real Madrid, yeah, I don't mm. think Real Madrid would sell him. That's why I say this one, all right? I'll, I'll land this. You bring back Billy Estashavi Goatmore, all right? The Gilmore. You bring yep. back Gilmore. Because Connor for me, Gallagher. Gilmore... Oh. Well, G- Gallagher, but I say... Gilmore more for me. And the reason I say Gilmore is, I think Gilmore is in two two years' time when he's playing regular for us, because Czech said he's going to be like part of the core. He will be levels above Jorginho and Kovacic. Yeah. I mean, especially levels. in that system as well. Especially yeah. in that system as well. Yeah. yeah. I was so kind, of, my, uh, kind yeah. of sad, actually, about um, the, the Norwich loan. I know I know he's playing now because Daniel fucked off, but um, I think... <laughs> Daniel fucked off. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Love but it. I think... Um, I thought it was quite good for you, to be honest. <laughs> Thanks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I thought... <laughs> With, I know you can't foresee these things, and our and our midfield is absolutely bulging. I mean, you know, and Ruben's yeah. staked a real claim in my eyes to to be consistently starting. Always Not, in your eyes, isn't it? Honestly, yeah, Ruben, yeah. Uh, but I, I actually think you know he he has that he has that level of drive, and he offers something different that we actually don't have. Um, so I think that's a problem. Because you also then look at it, and I do think with uh, Kovacic being out as long as he has, and then when he does finally come back, he gets bloody COVID. I mean, it does feel like it's just our luck at the minute. Jorginho's been in and out, um, and Kante's obviously been out. And then we're having to stick Ruben and Sal together, which I never, ever want to see. I never, ever want to see that again. No, never. Heartbreaking. So I I think you're right. I think Gilmore, but I do think Gallagher as well. And I think next season, that could be an even bigger headache because... Well, I think 
I think Gallagher is more of a number eight, yeah. like slash ten, which is a bit of a Mason Mount category. And I think that I think if you're going to choose one or the other, it's going to be Mason Mount all day long. Mm. So I think he's battling with him. For me, Gilmore in that pivot, in that in that double six. Um, yeah. From what my mate told me, he was a, he was at the United Norwich game. He said to me, and everyone around us was like, "This Gilmore kid is unbelievable. Like he run United, he run them, he run the game. He almost scored. He was everywhere, pressing, tackling. He's got everything in his locker. This kid, and I, I love a lot of game time. He'd yeah. get a lot of game time next year. I think. Yeah. Oh, for Chelsea. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. A lot 100%. of game time next year. He deserves it. He yeah, it. yeah he does. I think 100%. he does. He works so hard as well. He's a proper grafter, isn't he? He's not above yeah. his station. He just wants to play. Give me a ball. That's him. He's got so much ability. He's class. Yeah. He's so much ability. He's got He's such a good brain as well. Can such I ask you um, about um, what I now consider a potential defensive issue? Because we've yeah. seen a lot of fucking around at the Go back. On, tell us. Well, we've now Learn got the minerals. Silver, <laughs> Asby. Uh, Rudy and Christensen all out of contract in the summer. Yeah, that's a it's fucking quite, it's, problem. <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's affecting us. Yeah, it's affecting us. I think it generally. Is. Yeah, it definitely is. It definitely is. Yeah. yeah. Rudy but, wants four hundred grand, or has been offered four hundred grand. Well, I think and... the problem that you've got, the problem that you've got is I, I'm not too worried about Silver. I can see Silver signing for another year. That doesn't really yeah, worry yeah, me. Yeah, maybe, maybe just phasing him out a bit more throughout the season. And then just, and then he just Agreed, plays in yeah. certain games next season. He's gonna, he's gonna play less next year, and he. That's, Correct, I think that's yeah. a given. Um, I don't think Andrews. I don't think we'll see Christensen next year. I don't believe he stays. I don't. You reckon he's going to leave? Yeah, I I reckon he goes. I reckon he goes. I I reckon Rudiger goes. And I reckon we spend a hell of a lot of money on a centre-back in the summer. I don't know who, so don't even ask me. I ain't got a fucking clue. Um, I don't know whether it'll be the guy from Seville might come in. I don't know whether they'll get him in now. Kunde, yeah, yeah, Kunde. I think Christensen goes. I tell you... I really thought he turned a corner, Christensen, because he's been so good. Even back to last season, from the minute Tuchel come in, whenever he played, I can't even remember him even having a moment where I thought, oh, yeah, look, he's, oh, yeah, shit, he's looking dodgy again. No, we but, were saying, weren't we, that he was so unassuming. But it's like, unbelievable. If you weren't talking about him, he'd had a good game. But those last two <laughs> games, it was like he... It was like he'd gone backwards. It was like yeah. it was like the Christensen of two years ago. I was like, "What the fuck's happening well, here?" Well, I he's not a leader, think... is he? No, he's not, a leader, he's not a leader. It looks like he was like, "Oh, this contract stuff's really unsettled me." It was like he went back into his shell. I actually think was... it has because there's been. A, fuck, I think. I think brittle have you got to be though, man. Well, just fucking... and do we really you... need that? Essentially, I mean. Oh, I'd rather... I know it sounds harsh, and he has been good, and I rate him when he's playing well. But do we really want a centre half who's that brittle? Is that really what we want to be basing our defence on? Someone it's hard, isn't it? Because I actually think that this has all come around because his agent um, was pushing for a three-year deal, and Chelsea said they wanted to do a five-year deal, probably to yeah. not end up in this fucking situation again. Where I mean, Correct. normally we're quite good at this, so I don't understand how we've yeah. ended up in this situation. Then there were some who, and I actually thought, well, actually, I kind of could see it from Christensen's point of view because, as you've rightly pointed out, 
We don't know how long Tuchel stays. We don't know if the next manager fancies him. And the boy just wants to play football. And, And I do think that he needs consistency for him to feel settled and for him to play his best football. It's not really a Chelsea thing, is it? We love throwing mm. shit to the fans. So That's a good point you bring up. I didn't think of it like that. That is a good point. So I just think he he may only want three years because then that's easier for him to get out if he doesn't feel settled or feel like he's going to be picked. Or he's, Yeah, you're right. He needs, he's a, a Christian specifically. He's a player that needs to be loved and he's a confidence yes. player. But he's not he's a leader. He's arm around his shoulder, doesn't he? He's yeah, the arm around his shoulder yeah, player. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, yeah. I, I'll be honest, I think out of... Like you can say Rudiger is playing phenomenal and he is, all right. And yeah. I would I would also say in a back four he's a bit mm, I'm not so sure. I agree with you hundred yeah. percent. Right. So on that matter is <laughs> Chelsea have, have seen the ups and downs of Rudy. So him wanting the three hundred plus K, whatever the yeah, hell it I is, think it's, it's a lot of money. Yeah. It's it's <laughs> too much. Amount of money. So and he's twenty eight, going on twenty nine, you're he's he's looking for his, his final big contract. Now, for me, I think I'm at, I'm at the end of my tether at the minute. I think you just back back the gaffer, give him what the hell he wants. Mm. And if, he, if you're going to get rid of Rudy and you are going to let go of Christensen, right, which I think Christensen is 26, still young, and he's a Cobham boy, I'm a bit apprehensive to let him go. Mm. I still think you've got, you've got something there to work with, and he knows two system. I think you go and buy a Kunde, but you go and buy a couple of players that are versatile. See, yeah. the two system, he needs versatility. And you can't just buy, like... Like, I think they're, they're looking at Delit, who's a roller player by Mad, mm. And then um, and then they're looking at Kunde, which we know. Kunde's versatile. He can play left, he can play on the right. But then we've got Colwell as well, uh, who can play... He'll be back next left. year, won't he? He's been playing yeah. really well. Yeah. He can play on the left, and he looks a serious, serious baller. Um yeah. Oh, he's a baller. I think. I think he is. I think Tuchel will work wonders with him, like he's done with Trev. So, I, yeah. I, I, oh, yeah, we've got Trev I, as well. I haven't forgotten Trev. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I Trev, think we've missed tre- him. I think we've missed him. Yeah, we have missed him. He was playing very yeah. well. Mm. He was playing really well. Facts, but yeah. but having said that about Rudy, and then looking at that game yesterday, mm. Ru- Rudy it was the player that won that game for us yesterday. His complete ability and shithousery. Exactly that. He is that player where he'll make sure you fucking touch him in the box because he's going to come clattering in there like the big bastard that he is. And he's he's going to the ground because you you have to touch him because he's steaming through you. And that worries me. he's paying for his contract. Well, and that is the other side of it. Yeah, I think yeah. he wants to stay. I do yeah. think he wants to stay, but he feel like he should get that money. He feel like he should have that money. Well, and he I, thinks if he plays well enough, he's going to get that money. But, but my point is, I don't think, yeah, see, no I don't gonna, think we get that No prison. way Chelsea... He could score a hat trick in every game from now to the end of the season. That ball game. Let's have it right. If you're not going to pay Haaland four hundred grand, you ain't going to pay Rudy four hundred grand. Yeah, no, you ain't going to pay Rudy. That's it. End of. Like uh, so. Well, unless we're actually going to swap him for Rom, and let's actually put Rudy up front, and let's see how he gets on. Eh? <laughs> yeah. I'll put Mace up front personally. Well, put Mason Mount up there. I said I'd rather I'd rather Alonso up there than him trying to be a fucking defender because he worries yeah. me. That boy. Yeah. I don't. Oh. I don't even right. want Alonso on the pitch, if I'm being honest. Yeah, but. Him and that, killed us. 
Yeah. Killed us. Yeah, well, and look at that us. though, how Alonso was in like the best form of his life, keeping Chile outside, <laughs> and then Chile comes yeah. in, and then now we need Alonso to revert back to his prime of the start of the season. And what we're seeing Chile was clear. Chile yeah. was clear regardless. That was, was the best Chile I've seen. That was the best Chile I've seen. That little spell that he played. It's That's so the best yeah. sad. He's ever played. And I actually think it. Uh, I think it really has upset the balance now. I think having Big time. Yeah. Having. Uh, and dare I say, um, I think Alonso needs to go anyway. Um, so we need to be looking at a left back or, or a left wing back, whatever you want, want that to be. But someone that can actually defend. Someone, not... as Johnny said, someone versatile who can play in a couple of yeah, years. You need versatility. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 And I, I think I, I was going to I was going to oh, go quickly on. say, Trace, on that point with Rudiger, I don't think he was. I don't think he was man of match. I think the reason I say he's not man, of match, he won the two penalties granted, and he had shithousery. But the, the equalising goal was his fault. Like, oh, he, he won't man of been, the match for me. Definitely yeah, not he, should, he shouldn't have been. He shouldn't have been where he was. And I think if he was in his rightful position, we would have cleared that, and they wouldn't have scored. Yeah. We probably would have won two one. But the only yeah. player turned up for us was Mason Mount. He was the only player that turned up for us. I thought. I didn't Rick think landed minerals today. Let's have it. Love no, it. Love I, it. I do think though, I do feel that Rudy run us that game with his attitude because I felt like he, he did oh, lead. Oh, he kept going. That's and, the leadership thing. Isn't and it? I That's felt like good. he did lead the team into that kind of battle. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like Silver I yeah, think, was yeah. at, at the beginning a bit rabbit caught in the headlights. What the fuck is this? And mm. I think Rudy just went, it's Leeds, we're fucking having it. That's how I felt <laughs> about him. Yeah. yeah, and I think he, he actually, has that leadership. Yeah, and yeah. I felt like he galvanised everyone because everyone at some point yeah. had a bit of shit out of you about them. I did even realise that, 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 that Mason had even mocked the Leeds fans until came home and watched it back. And I was like, oh, yes, Mason. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I didn't yeah. see it. Because I'm up Baller. the other bloody end, didn't I? So I don't get to see all that. Um, oh, but, but that was the thing. And I actually felt like, I mean, there was, there's been a lot of moaning on the timeline about that game yesterday. And I said, I said to Rick before we started, I said it was one of them games. I was happy. I was, I was like, yes, this is Leeds. Then I was really not happy. Then I was happy again. Then I wasn't happy. And I was like, it was a real roller coaster. But they're the games you fucking love. You're walking away with three points. You're giving the fans shit outside the grounds. Everyone's having a if great time. If you win, time. it's a decent day. If you win, isn't it? It's yeah. a decent day. Whenever I don't, you win. I don't really understand why everyone's moaning because I think I. Well, we don't didn't deserve think- to win. Thank you. And I don't think our form of late over, I would say, even the last five, or since Juve, actually, since that Juve Mm. game. Since the Juve game, we've been been subpar. Yeah. And and so I feel like coming out of that with three points in that manner and actually showing a bit of fucking grit for a minute. I was so happy. I was so happy. That's That's the thing. It's the the, people forget that we travelled to Russia Mm-hmm. And come back with, I think, what a, a day and a half or two days break without any real preparation to go and play against Leeds, who are relentless in their intensity and pressure in the way yeah. they play their game, and they do not stop running. They they they, they go right to the end. Yeah. To get three points is a fantastic result. I mean, it is a big three brilliant point. result, massive. Because City just, and, yeah. and Liverpool won. Yeah, you know, exactly. The ref, and I the ref and we. And we're, yeah, yeah, always. Yeah. Uh, 
but I feel like we're we're kind of in that position now, and I think people feel a bit disheartened. We, you know, we were top of the league, and now we're third. We've lost two games this season. Like put yeah, it in context, we're only two points off top. Yeah. Jesus Christ, I mean, two points. Yeah, we're not in like some dire straits. How far where... were we behind this time last year? How far were we behind this time oh, last year? Definitely God. more than two points. Definitely more than two. Do you know what I think it is? I think it's a simple fact of even since Lampard, we made all these signings. And we're waiting for this exciting football, brand of football. Mm. We're waiting for this moment of form to come. We haven't had form. Like, this season especially, we've not been playing really that great. We've just no, been grinding been our results. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It has yeah. been very patchy. Chile, Chile and, and Reese becoming inverted wing-backs has changed the whole dynamics. And we look like, like you said, the Juve, we look like, yeah, we're going to hit form here. We're yeah. kicking on. And yeah. then we just yeah. got stripped completely robbed of it and that, mm-hmm. and that's where Tuchel's feeling a bit of pressure but I like it I, I think we needed it a little bit in the sense that we needed to have a little step back let City and Liverpool have a bit of pressure now being up there and let us just be chasing them just yeah. be right behind them and I think Tuchel needs to show everyone that he's got the minerals to pull us out of a of a, a sort of difficult period yeah because he's not had that yet he's had all honeymoon yeah no you're right he I has agree. yeah there's so it's, many games coming up soon. There's so many games yeah. in the next month or two, isn't there? And this is why I think I'm a bit uh, even more gutted that we've lost players and um, because we looked like we had a squad then that we could sort of start seamlessly bringing players out and putting other ones in so that we could manage them over like heavy periods. And now mm. I feel like we can't. And I'm a little bit concerned. I'm not trashing him at all. I, I love Tommy Tuchel. I think he's come in and he's done fantastically. And he's understood us, which I think is quite difficult to do when you're a foreign manager and you've come here. Like, But to yeah, kind of yeah. get into the nuts and bolts of our, our club and the fans and understand how we feel has actually been incredible. But I'm concerned that he's... Um, he's going to have to do this tinkering and he's going to have to try and pull us out of this not really knowing what his best 11 is right now. Yeah. With what he's got available. Absolutely true. True. And I, I do... Have, and it, I, no, sorry, leads go to the ROM. Leads to the ROM-Kai situation. Mm. And the, the, you know... it's Honestly, uh, the board are going to ask questions. If if either Kai or ROM's on the bench, they're going to ask questions. Yeah. Well, well big my, money signings, isn't it? I'm looking at it as well. So we've got Everton, obviously, next Thursday. Then we're playing yeah. Wolves. Then we've got Carabao Cup game. And then we're, we've got, uh, the you know, There's the Boxing Day. There's loads of games coming up. I expect, I expect Rom to be playing every single one of them to get himself into, like, match fitness, because I don't think he is, and, yeah. and to actually lead our team through that, because he's the one now um, that hasn't been playing as many games. So we need him to kick on now. He's going to have to carry the team in my goals. eyes. We need some goals. We need some goals. Mason Mount carries the team. That's exactly. the point. There's, that's... No, there's no one else carrying us. Exactly. Like, he does it on his problem. own a lot of the time. A yeah, lot of the time. and he's 22. Mm. You know, these guys, are. you've got Ziyech, who's 28. He's in his prime. You've got Roman Lukaku, 28, in his prime. You've got uh, Giorgino, in his prime. You know, Where's the where's the I say the where's the minerals from these got these generals these yes. these 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 professionals yeah. in there you know that should be nurturing these kids and showing them the the, the ropes it's the other way around in my opinion I mean well, Georgina I, I, I think is class like he's world class but 
I just I just feel like in the front line, which is defensively we're sound, or we were, <laughs> but you know, up front is it's same old even under lamps, it's the same old story. Yeah, consistency, no one taking chances, yeah. not clinical enough, not winning games. Yeah, not having teams. a pop. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to ask you the question then, because me and Rick have discussed this earlier in the season where we were saying, um, not that it's difficult for someone to come into our club, but as it is at the moment where we've got Trev, Reese, um, Mason, uh, you know, the boys from the academy, all the ones that seem to be like really taking their chance, enjoying it. Is it, does it make the others look, worse because they are so formed because let's be honest half of them have played since they're together since six years old and and traveled up and now they're they're appearing in the first team all together at the same time does that make it harder for someone else coming in because they all know each other they all know how to play with each other so does it make it harder for someone like Kai although they might have a great relationship or a good connection he hasn't quite fallen into the way that they play does that make it a bit harder for him I don't know I've just thrown it out there me and Rick have had Mm. this conversation before because they are obviously a solid unit they know each other inside out since kids like you expect them you expect them to kind of perform together don't you so uh, yeah I'm wondering but then you say that I think Rick you made the point about Chile he came in and he started straight in and yeah I think that's how it should be. If you come in and there's a core group there who know each other and know each other inside out and have done for many years, I don't feel like it should be difficult for a player coming in. I feel like it should have the opposite effect. Otherwise, you're buying the wrong type of players. You want to be buying them players that come in and be part of that group because that should be encouraging players. They should be coming in going... Oh, I fucking love this group. This group is so tight knit. I can't wait to be a part of this. I'm going to go out with them, and we're going to be a fucking great group. I Which want to be part of this. Which is what you said about Chile, wasn't it? You said you felt like he's that come with in him. just seamlessly. It was like he's been there since he was six years old. He's yeah. come in and just one of them. Yeah. I know he's obviously a little bit older, but he's come in just seamlessly and just he's part of the. He's a massive part of the group, and I feel like yeah. if you're buying the right type of players, they should all have that attitude. They should be coming in. Oh, look at this. This is a great group. This is a fantastic club to be at. Look how look how tight knit the group is. I can't mm. wait to be a part of this squad. Mm. And there are certain players in our squad that I don't feel have adapted to the squad. I don't think they're going to be there long term. Um, like the one, I don't think ZS is coming. He doesn't look to me like he's a big part of the squad. He doesn't like look asked. Like <laughs> no, yeah, no. I need got... to. He's going to. He's one of them players. Over this next month or two with the Club World Cup and the Carabao Cup, whatever you call it now, and all the other competitions that we're in, he's one of those players that could be fucking massive over the next couple of months and be so important, or we can just fall by the wayside and you never see him again. It's his choice, isn't it? It's his choice, what he wants to do in the next two months. He could really cement his place as a key member in this squad, or he can just back us all up to what a lot of us are thinking that he's not quite up to the job mm. he was great in pre-season he was our best player in pre-season oh, he was and then he, unreal and then, and then I, was he, yeah. I was buzzing that's when the, he was in pre-season that's the thing with with Ziyech he's he's a he's like he's one of those players in a game where you give you just got to give him a free role and 
he yeah. can produce that magic, but then oh, I feel he goes missing for the rest. Of the- if he doesn't do anything magical, he's it's like he's not even on the pitch. Yeah, that's my issue oh. with Ziyech. So it feels but, like a man wasted. Like, yeah, yeah, but it's yeah. like he'll do something unbelievable. Yeah, he he'll put he a through press, ball but... through. He'll get an assist or a score or whatever, and it's like for the next eighty-eight minutes, he's patting himself on the back for the one really good thing he done. You yeah, I want you to do another two or three things like that. Yeah, I find but him quite frustrating. I won't oh, lie. He's so fucking frustrating. I can see why he's not really getting the starts. To be fair, I don't. I don't it even think Tommy it work hard him. enough. Mm. But the thing what frustrates me about him is though, if you go back to last season, I think it was the FA Cup semi final against Man City. It's yeah, the yeah, best yeah. performance I've seen from him yeah. because he scored the goal. He busted a gut to get in there. Scored the goal. But his press for the whole game, he just worked his bollocks off the whole mm. game. And that's he needs the to be only, loved. He needs to be loved, man. It's the only complete 90 minutes I've seen from him. It's the only complete 90 minutes I've seen. We and can't keep... One complete 90 and that, minutes. And that's the thing. I actually agree with you. I think he wants to be adored. And if yeah. he's not producing these moments, like the crowd aren't warming to him. We, you know, obviously we're not... He's used to being a big fish in a little pond though, isn't he? And I don't yeah. think he's quite got that into his head that he's not a big fish in a little pond with us. Yeah. He's a little fish. It's another level. It's another level. Completely another level. I feel. I do feel a bit sorry for him because I do think he does have these moments of magic. But there's something that's just gone very wry with him, and I. I feel like. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) and and that's the thing. I actually think that even at Chelsea now, you're getting to that point where when you're at the games, if he does something, it doesn't come off. You do hear the. Do you and know what I mean? Goes down big, and big you time. see him on the big pitch. Time. His shoulders slump. His head goes down. And he, he blames everyone else as well. He's one of them. Oh, he loves a point. Yeah. He? he loves a point. <laughs> and you know, it's. I think yeah, it's. Just get on with it. Fuck well, <laughs> I just think now it is like a do or die time. We, we're not like at the top now. We are just there behind. We're there and thereabouts. It's way within reach. It's, you know, we're in all competitions. We need players like him to start pulling it out oh of the bag. Oh, my God. We need he Rom could change our season. Him he, and He's Rom. the type of player that could change our season. Yeah, 100%. Well, well, you say that. <laughs> Answering your first thing back to the uh, the Cobham, Cobham boys, I think w- what the difference between them and, and the players we bring in the internationals is they are the DNA of Chelsea Football Club. Yeah. They know, they know the club they inside it. out. It's the, it's their, yeah. They get it. It's their club. And I think actually from that Leeds performance from Kai, I think he got it a bit. He understood the rivalry between Chelsea and Leeds just by his manners and the way he was shit housing. Oh, and he did you know nearly I mean? nut that geezer. I rated yeah. that. Yeah, I yeah. Like so, that. so for me, I think um, with the younger players, they, they instill it. Now, any 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 sort of Romelu Lukaku, he must know about Chelsea. Like he's yeah. been with us and that. Um, and then you've got Ziyech and Pulisic and these players. They're still learning the ropes with these guys because these guys know the club. They, they, yeah. know, they know what it means to play for Chelsea. And it's everything for them to play for Chelsea. So them instilling that into players, if those players are not showing anything near that level, I'm not expecting to be on that passion, but to, to, to show the passion what it means to play for Chelsea. And it's not yeah. just about, oh, this is a career move and I want to win titles and then I want to go to Real Madrid and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I think, I think Kai's like... He's part of them. He's part of that group. And I think the other players like Kante, he's, there's nothing wrong with Kante. He's just unbelievable, humble, humble kid. Yeah. yeah, he's a ledge. He's a, but I think, yeah, 
I think you've got an issue with Ziyech and Pulisic injury, uh, always injured. And uh, is it is it the Lampard period that was his purple patch? And are we going to see that Christian Pulisic again? You know, we oh, want that. that we is a that massive player. question, isn't it? Massive yeah, question. I'll tell you what. If and, he and can, can, I, can I quickly say, sorry, quickly, on the strikers thing, all right, Diego Costa and, Did, and Didier Drogba, all right, who signed those players? Jose Marino. Yeah. Every other, every other striker who signed, all right, hasn't brought the minerals like those two, all no, right? 100%. Whether we like it or not. Who bought Tammy Abraham? Jose Mourinho. Jose Mourinho. Why the fuck did we let Tammy go? Please don't. don't under- please don't. I, don't I absolutely it. hate it. Every time we play, and I, yeah. Rick's laughing because he doesn't actually agree. He doesn't think Tammy was good enough. Um, uh, Tammy had the, had the minerals. Yeah, Tammy and I'm, I'm with you. Every time I think, well... <laughs> Like games like yesterday, <laughs> where Ron comes me. on and he doesn't do any, oh, the anything, I'm sitting yeah. there thinking this is a game Tammy probably would have run it, at least run his <laughs> fucking art out. I mean, he would have, he would have. I mean, we've got at the minute, and I think it is very fair to say, we've just got this massive lump up front who seems to actually be getting in the way at the minute. So we need and if, that to change. Right? And if Tammy, if listen, if Tammy all of a sudden is banging goals in Serie A, but he wasn't there, he was doing it in the Prem. He yeah. was our top goal scorer. He scored all his goals with non-penalty goals as well. Yeah. They weren't penalties. You know, so like, all right, he has his flaws. He might not be the best header of a ball. You know, he might not be the most physical, but he knows that he's a fox in a box. He knows where the net is and he and he, he, and he scores goals. I, I just feel like... I'm so happy it, about this. Rick, in your face, mate. <laughs> I, listen, I, I, I said, if you can't get Erlen Haaland, you keep Tammy, yeah. you go and buy a Danny Ings as a backup, and go and buy a Grealish, mate, you know? And well, then I, next I year, go and, go and get Haaland. I, I just don't see why we got rid of Tammy, because... We're we're now having to play Kai as the false nine, and I don't I don't actually think that is Kai's best place. So no, I think he's a bit he's a. I, I think it's the formation because I think you could you could play your two eight stroke tens, which is Mason Mount and Havertz striker, yeah. and then have you know I I think but you need a lone game, and that's where Beckham Rice comes in, or you know someone someone who's got the ability like Billy Gilmore to just sit. So do you play, think but be all- defensive? So do you think all it's going to take is like some very small changes and things just yeah. then come together? Well, I think if Tuchel gets Declan Rice, who uh, a lot of a lot of fan base don't want, I want Declan Rice. Rice. I right. definitely yeah. want Declan Rice. <laughs> so if you get if you get yeah. Rice, he's a baller. Let's have it right. He's a baller. He's, he's a great he's player, class player, and he's young and he's. Listen, he's one of our own. No, I know he's at West Ham. Yeah. He's still one of our own, right? We can yeah. still claim it, can't we? Yeah. yeah so bring him, bring him back. Um, pay the eighty odd million. He's the best in the world at the minute position, and playing with Billy Gilmore. And then the beauty of Declan Rice is you can slot him in like a Tuchel did at PSG. You can slot into as a centre back, like did with uh, Marquinhos. So you got you got that versatility. Yeah. Yeah. And and he's got the ability to play on his own. Like I know he's with Suchek, but they play in a defensive uh, uh, tactical setup where Tuchel will play offensively. And he he might even go two. So four, he might play four at the back and then do a, a, a two. So you could have say Billy Gilmore, Kante, and Rice, and then you have uh, a Mount Havertz, and then you have I don't know. You could have your striker Lukaku and a Werner or Pulisic and a, and and then. 
he'll form it within the within the management. Yeah, there's then the some options. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I, I just, yeah, I, I, listen. I think it, that one player like that changes the whole the entire dynamic. Yeah, I agree with yeah. you. Yeah, I That's think it's going to be interesting. Four. Yeah, I think it's interesting. I think it's going to be interesting now if we sort out left back in January, because realistically, I think that needs, but we also need to be getting on top of these um, defenders' contracts or making moves to make sure that we're not fucked in the summer and try and... Do you, not rate, do you not rate Marina? Oh, quick question. I do. Do you, do you, rate, you rate her, yeah? I think... Yeah, I think on the whole, she's done a good job. There's no doubt in there's been some absolute clangers in there as well that seems to get massively overlooked. <laughs> yeah, but she also... Overlooked. But, but she, she also... great deals as well. And she also got all of her money back from Maratta, so I rated that. I rated oh, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. That's, a great, <laughs> That's yeah. a great deal, to be all fair, because right, he's one. dog shit. Here's one. Yeah. All right, would you... What do you think of this for signings? So you could you got the option of buying, say, that Dingney from uh, Everton, take him on loan because he's fallen out of Benitez, Spanish player. Bring him, bring him to the bridge Sydney's until Chile's back. Yeah. Right. And and then what about this? Bring Billy Gilmore back from Norwich. And then my thing is, I would. I, I, well, I'd definitely bring Billy Gilmore. I've forgotten who the third person is now. <laughs> it's gone now. It's gone. It's left me. Yeah, well, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna ask a question because we're gonna have to wrap this up in a sec. But yeah, yeah. I'm gonna ask you to put your bollocks on the line, both of you, and I want you to give me mm. your predictions for Everton next week because we've just seen them lose to Crystal Palace. So the worst is probably gonna happen, isn't it? We're um, at home. Are we at home or away? Yeah, we're at home. Home, home, yeah. Yeah. Home. I'll be at that one. So um, oh, I don't know. <laughs> Come on. A, I'm gonna go ever um, I'm gonna we win three nil. Oh okay. You're confident. Yeah, three nil. Three nil we win. Back to form. Back to form. Clean sheet. I'd love Normal to see it. Resumed. We do not need that fat Spanish waiter fucking on our case, do we? Let's be honest. No, that, that come on, come hot. on, Johnny. I need you. I'm gonna press you for this. I just think the way we're playing. What's our pivot going to be? Is Kante even in contempt? I don't uh, think it's, he it's is. Gonna yet. Be... I don't think Kante's oh. fit now. All right, so so you got two options for me. Again, well, I, see, I'm adamant to put Mace in there and yeah, give give it. The, the reason I say put Mount in there is he's got the ability to carry and progress, but he's got he's got the um, execution. Johnny, I'm going to be bossy here. Give me a Go score. All right, all right, all right. True, yeah, fair play. Oh, he is fencing on his first prediction. Isn't he doesn't he? know what to do here, does he? He doesn't know what to do. The nerves have hit him. The first, <laughs> the first pod nerves have hit him. Oh man, I'm Georgino taking that second penalty. Yeah, I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, I think we'll concede because of that rat with Charleston. Yeah, I think we're gonna go. I'm gonna go two one. 
Yeah, two I love a two-one scoreline. Yeah, I'm going two, for that one. too. All right, yeah, we yeah. are going to have to wrap this up now. It has been such a pleasure having you, Johnny. Thank you so much yeah, for coming thank on. You. I really hope that everyone's enjoyed this as much as I have. It's been here. nice, mate, to listen to somebody talk some sense apart from Trace talking <laughs> bollocks like she normally does. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's all right, though. Yeah, she's, see? She's, 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 she's has her right. moments. She has her moments. They're few and far between, but she has her moments. Thank you for that. Yeah, she, likes, she likes to ball a bit of piss now and again, yeah. and I like that. But it's a bit, a bit edgy for me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I love it. Bring it on. I love them. Come yeah. on. Come argue with yeah. me. I'm well up for it. <laughs> um, no, it has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us, and thank you oh, thank as always, you. Rick, my ever-present. Oh. <laughs> so you can be sweet to me sometimes. No, that wasn't a compliment. Um <laughs> <laughs> I feel, feel feel like I'm in a loveless marriage here. Um, <laughs> it's a love it's a love hate like my love mate. hate, yeah, it definitely yeah. is. But yeah, so next next time me and Rick will be back will probably be be after uh oh god, wolves. Um wolves, yeah. yeah. So enjoy the game if you're going on uh, Thursday, Johnny. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah, oh, well, hopefully. <laughs> out of that one, I'm sending my boy. I'm hoping he's going to be good luck. He hasn't seen us lose yet, so his tactics going on oh, in the, in the family that. now. Yeah, <laughs> love that, love that. Love it. And have a great week. And it's been so great to speak to you. Cheers. Up the chelves. Up, up the, the chelves. Yeah, and keep and, the blue flag yeah. flying high. <laughs>